Welcome to Disney Conversations. I'm your tour conductor, Magical Matthew Wallace. Along with our tour guides, Mindy Muir and Diane Whiting, we hope to bring you a lot of entertaining discussions from all over the Disney Company. If you have something you'd like to hear about, or if you'd like to join the conversation, just email us at disneyconversationsatoutlook.com so we can start talking right away. Now it's time to get this tour moving, so welcome aboard. Tour number 67 of Disney Conversations has us looking at our Disney bucket list. I know this seems like it should have happened a long time ago, and I know every other show around does it, but we have to do it, don't we? Because there's so much about Disney, and there's a whole lot that I know I haven't done. I'd really like to get a chance to do it. Joining us today on this tour is our fabulous tour guides, Miss Mindy Muir. Hello, Mindy. Hello, Magical Monday. You doing okay? I am. I'm able to slowly, like, roll out of bed and get up and walk a little bit more. So I'm getting there. I think I'm pretty sure I rebroke my back. I didn't get an x-ray yet. I got the order, too. So we'll see. But it's well, okay. I'm doing and, good. And Taurus, <laughs> I'll just ask you, keep her in your prayers. we got to keep those prayers going because they yeah, work. Yeah, I love it. But they are working. So I am happy. Lots of Disney Plus going on in this bedroom, let me tell you. <laughs> and we also have our great tour guide, Diane Whiting, with us today. Hello, Diane. Hello, Matthew. Hey, Mindy. How's it going? M&M Club here. Exactly. I've been thinking about this all day long, and I really don't know where I'm going to go with this. So I'm going to kind of take the back seat for a few minutes and let you guys start off. And I, I know that you have vast experiences in the different parks and what have you, but Diane, let's start with you. When it comes to your Disney bucket list, what tops the list? What tops the list? Well, my bucket list is kind of two different lists. Um, a list where I know I'm going to be checking off the items within the next few years. And um, a nice long stay at Olani is on the top of that list. And then I would love to do an Adventures by Disney trip, but they're a little pricier. <laughs> They are. You, you're going to have to save up quite a bit for one of those. Which one do you want to do? Exactly. I really want to do the Norway trip. Oh. I just think that would be so much fun. I mean, I want to do a lot of them, but you know, when you're looking at eight to $10,000 per trip per person, hmm, that's a lot of money. Now I have heard that once you do an Adventures by Disney trip, you will not want to travel any other way. Sure. So, I don't know. Is it one of those things that you want to do and then everything else is going to not be quite as fabulous after that? Or right. you just want to start out at the top and go for it? Well, I know that the Disney touch when it comes to Adventures by Disney is second to none in the industry. Mm -hmm. They have tour guides that are specific to the regions that you go to that are with you the whole time. They're well-versed on everything that's going on. One of the unique things about an Adventures by Disney trip is that you will see things kind of out of the way, not necessarily out in the mainstream like everybody else is going to. And as with everything else, it's in the details where Disney is found. Right. And I know they do a lot of private tours and 
you know, you can see places that are definitely on everybody's list when touring a specific area, but you might be given a private tour after hours or have something a little bit extra added to your experience to make it just that much more memorable. I know we're probably going to do the Backstage Magic Disneyland tour within the next five years. I really want to do that. That one. I've heard that's. I want to do it. Okay. I've heard that's the gateway tour, (laughs) the gateway drug to Adventures by Disney. And yeah, I was going to do that with the Diz and. and, That's uh, what I want to do with the Diz. Hang out. Yes. But that's mine. Yeah. I'm super excited to do that. But then then I'm thinking pretty much all I'm going to be doing is saving for more adventures by Disney trips. But my ultimate adventures by Disney trip would be to do the trip to Japan and then add on the Disney parks in Japan. That would be, that's probably the top of my bucket list to be able to combine the overseas park with an adventures by Disney trip. That would make me really, really happy (laughs) and really, really broke. But you know, you can't have both, I guess sometimes. Mindy, how about you? So I think as all of our Disney nerd, you know, level people we are come together, we all have this magical Disney, like memorable bucket list we want to do, right? And there's so many things to that pertain to that. But on a smaller level, I don't know about you, but I'll start out here. Just for our listeners sake, I mean, we all want to do those big extravagant things. But I always take a little bucket list with me when I go to the parks. And it's do something I've never done. Meet Aladdin. Eat a Dole Whip. Taste a churro. Take a picture in front of the castle. Dance down Main Street. Those little things that make your trip magical are the little bucket list items. So I think anybody who goes on a Disney trip needs to just open up their little piece of paper and their planner and write down the things that they want to see and just the little things. Watch your child play in, you know, play with bubbles, whatever it is. But those little things make up the big memories. And we all have those big bucket list items. I think my go-to, go-to dream Disney bucket list. I mean, the huge one is to visit every single Disney park in the world. So that's my go-to. Someday I will do it. And I'm slowly checking off my bucket list. You know, you can do that with Adventures by Disney. You can, if I sell my house and my left kidney. I, I was going to say, <laughs> that's an investment trip. That is. <laughs> Who needs that 401k anyway? <laughs> what 401k? Money goes to Disney. Disney 1k. I do love your point, though, about making small bucket lists for each trip. That That is perfect because that's kind of what we all need to do. That's what everybody wants to do and to make sure that you take that time to experience just the little things that really will cement those memories and just make it something so much fun to look back on. And it always is those little things. When you look right. back on your trip, it's always those little tiny individual memories that you didn't even really plan but they're so special because the big disney things yes we all want to do them but they're kind of for most of us they're intangible like you know sleeping in cinderella castle suite you know there's things that we all want to do 
but they're pretty unattainable. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can still say it. I didn't. I'm just saying that there's a lot that we all want to do, and I'm not going to name them all because we'll all go around. But I'm just saying like those big ones. But the little ones that we can do, those are the ones that I focus on because they are attainable, and those are the ones that make your trip so magical. Well, my first one may be even a little simpler than that. Okay. Because I'm really jealous of the two of you in this particular case. My first item is simple, but it's a necessary item. I need to visit Disneyland. I need to be where Walt stood in the middle of the orange grove and see if I could just kind of filter in his thoughts and his (laughs) imagination as he stood there and saw in his mind what would become Disneyland. But I don't want to ju- I don't want to start there necessarily. I want to do this the right way. I want to start at Griffith Park. I want to sit on a bench and imagine what Walt was thinking when he was watching his girls on the carousel and then go to Disneyland and and see the end result. And I know they have a tour with this name. I might do it, I might not, but I would love to literally be able to kind of walk in Walt's footsteps and get an idea of what he saw. And, you know, we've all heard stories about Walt Disney and how he got things done. And we're going to talk about this in a future tour because I think we need to talk about Walt and Roy before people forget who they are. So we're going to do that one in the future. Walt Disney was such an imaginative man. And I just want to see where it all started. So I've got to go to Disneyland. It's an amazing park. I know that Mindy has been there a lot, but I, you know, my first trip to Disneyland, I was an adult and I was raised on Disney World. And so the first time that I stepped into that park and I looked down Main Street and I saw that little castle at the end of Main Street. And my first thought, and I'm not proud of this, but it was, you have got to be kidding me. It only took like maybe an hour and my whole entire perception of Disneyland changed and it became my favorite Disney park. You really can feel Walt's spirit there in a way that you don't feel it in Disney World. And I'm not talking like in a weird Twilight Zone sort of way, but his... His handprints, his fingerprints are on everything. And you can really see that and feel that in all of the attractions and all of the charm and all of the sweetness that is in Disneyland. You can feel that he just poured his soul into that park and and that love is there and the dedication of those cast members is incredible. It is just a wonderful park. And like I said, it, it's my favorite. I love going to Disneyland. It's it's a place and, and you need to get here so we can meet you and go have so much fun and show you how to do Disney. I mean, Disneyland, especially people are like, I want to go to Disneyland with you. I mean, there's things that I took my great dear friend, my best friend. I said, come with me. There's this hidden walkway and nobody was on it. So if you follow, it's right over in front of, um, you go down Splash Mountain, you're coming back north from like Country Bear where Winnie the Pooh is. And it's right in front of like, there's a, an exit that you can take a little walkway and this little walkway, you can look down and see the people coming around the corner from Splash Mountain. 
and it's so hidden, but back there, there's some tables from the little tiny quick service restaurant. And it's right there uh, where they used to sell the French fries, but there's tables and they, they park the, the, the selling ship Columbia right there, but it looks like it's supposed to be a cast member only little walkway. And that's like, oh my gosh, a fun Disneyland hidden treasures bucket list to do. So that's something to check off, go there, find all the hidden treasures and go see that because it's really cool to kind of sit back there all by yourself and get out from the, the major, you know, sardine walkways of Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We need you here, Matthew. We need you to come to Disneyland. Of course. <laughs> that's a great bucket list. I think that's going to be my next adventure. I may have to take a couple of years to save up the money for that because the flights <laughs> are expensive. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's going to be something I do before I die. I guarantee you that. I might be able to help you out with that. Noah promises. <laughs> wink, wink. All right. So let's move on. What else we got on our bucket list? Diane, it's your turn. This isn't, like I said, a lot of, you know, there's the huge extravagant bucket list items that sometimes are more dreams than goals. Some of the ones that are goals that I definitely want to do, I want to stay in a Copper Creek cabin and maybe one night in a poly bungalow is as many points as I can spare for that thing. And I will not leave it for the entire 24 hours. You can get Ohana delivered to those bungalows. So that's my goal. We'll just eat noodles and chicken wings and the bread pudding for the entire night that I'm there, the full 24 hours. But I think those would be really fun. I toured them the last time I was there with the DVC tour. Anybody can do that. That part is free. And I thought, oh, this would be really fun for my family. We could probably swing a few nights at a Copper Creek cabin, but definitely only one night at those bungalows. Yeah, I've heard that those bungalows could have a slightly rude awakening first thing in the morning. The ferry boat. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it goes right by. Which, you know, I don't know if that's a plus or a minus. If you're out there on your deck trying to enjoy your breakfast or your late night fireworks and that thing comes blaring by, that's that's not too fun. But I did have a friend who stayed there and said people would, you know, shout questions to them from the ferry boat. <laughs> How much do those cost a night? $2,500 if you're paying cash. <laughs> so yeah i know that's not me i'm not paying cash i've got to use the points or it's it's not on my list but i think that would be just a lot of fun okay mindy got something else of course this one is attainable for me it's just a matter of when it's gonna happen i'm gonna put it out there in the universe because it is something that means so much to me i have tried to do this for this will be my seventh year no, my six, and that's okay. I'll take it. I have tried, and I've gotten very, very close, but it's it was called the Disney Moms Panel. That's a goal of mine. It's literally a goal, not just a dream. Disney Moms Panel. So it's not that anymore because they wanted to be more inclusive because men would be like, well, I want to join, but I'm not a mom. Or ladies would be like, well, I want to do it, but I don't have kids. Like it confused them. The Disney Moms Panel, it's basically called Plan Disney now. They changed the name. But Disney Moms Panel, you can go on to Plan Disney, just change the name, and you can ask questions. And they choose about 20 to 25 people a year. They didn't, uh, for COVID, they skipped that year. And last year, 
I literally missed the deadline by 12 minutes. Let me explain to you. For the past, so the four years that I applied, three of those, I made it to round two, and two of those, I made it to round three both times. Out of 25,000 applicants, they choose 250. So I've made that three times. And out of those 250, they choose about 40. And I've made that twice. And what they do is you have to submit a question and answer. They give you a questionnaire and you answer it and you answer it Disney-fied. And you move on to the next one, and then they do a video round, and you have to submit a video. And it's not that they didn't choose you based on what you are. It's who they're looking for. So they might go, okay, well, we're looking for, you're great, but we need somebody with a child, like somebody, because that person fell off. So they're rotating these people out. So they're going to go, okay, yeah, you have a 15-year-old, but we really need someone to fill the baby needs. You know, whatever it is. So there's no right or wrong way you can say if you're going to make it or pass. But that's my Disney goal. It's my bucket list. And dang it, I'm going to do it. And this year, I've got it. I'm going to do it. So I'm just willing it out there. And I'm going to make it happen. And it's really exciting. So what you people are like, well, do you get paid? No. And you do not work for Disney, but you're contracted with Disney. And you get to do Disney commercials. So obviously I would do Disneyland. I know it inside and out, like the back of my hand. They fly you out for commercials on the Disney website all year long. And you only have to answer 10 questions a week. So as long as you do that, it takes you about an hour to answer each question. So somebody will submit a question. You can answer it and go in and, and take the time to do that. But at the end, when you're all done... They give you a trip for four to Disneyland or Disney World, all paid vacation for you and your family of four to go have fun and say thank you. And that's not why. It's just, it's to say, it's like the all dream of almighty that it's like everybody who wants to do it really wants to do it. And that's me. I cry a lot when I don't make it. It's, it's hard. So then you make that panel, you get the four tickets to Disneyland and you're going to fly me out for one of them. That's right. <laughs> Yep. So, but I'm always so they, scheming. Here's the best part. So they do a training, and it's in December because they choose for the following for year, right? Fly you out. They choose about 15 to 20 every year, and they fly you out to Disney World. Roll out the red carpet. You stay at a deluxe resort. They take you behind the scenes. You get on a magical express bus. They do a VIP tour for you every single day. You're with basically a plaid 24/7. They put gifts on your bed every single night. They do these magical things, but you have to know your Disney stuff and your nomenclature inside and out. That sounds like so much fun. I wish you the best of luck. I want you to get this absolutely. And then you have to tell us every single day when you're there, all the goodies. And I can't wait. <laughs> it comes up next month. So I'm excited. Oh, yay. I'm cheering you on. <laughs> And once she's selected, there will be a special edition of Disney Conversations. That's right. Oh, yeah. I will be a Disney Moms panelist. I know that's not what it's called, but I always call it that. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. That'll a be so Disney fun. Panelist now. That is an awesome goal. How about you, Matthew? What's your next Disney bucket list? I'm sure Mindy will be shocked at what I'm going to say. Ooh. <laughs> Being that I am a bus driver by trade, my bucket list item is to drive a bus at Disney World 
because I think the bus drivers there are sources of some of the best information of anybody on property. And here's why. They got to know where they're going. Amen. On our first trip, we left a bag on a bus. I think we went to Animal Kingdom that day, but we were planning to go to Disney Springs later. When we realized we'd left the bag, my wife went out to one of the other buses and said, is there someone we can call about finding the bag? And the guy said, well, hang on a second. So he got on the radio and he called and the bus driver that just left had found the bag. Oh. And he was on his way to Disney Springs. So we were told we just had to pick it up there. Nice. Which we did hours later because it wasn't going to go anywhere once it got there. Right. You know, that's just one of the things. And we were at the Magic Kingdom late one night. And my son decided he didn't want to stay for the fireworks. He was tired. He wanted to go back to the resort. He was 13 at the time. He was really pretty well accomplished as far as being able to get around. But I did something there that nobody in their right mind would ever do anywhere else. I asked him at the front gate of the Magic Kingdom, do you think you could get back to our resort on the bus? He said, yeah, I can do that. What do I need to do? I said, well, you go out straight out this walkway. There's a sign there. You look for our resort name and which depot you got to go to to get on our bus. You take it back. And I said, now one thing, when you get to the room, call me and let me know you got there okay. He didn't do that part. So I wasn't sure. But here's the thing. Even if he'd have gotten on the wrong bus, I know that the bus driver, whoever it was, would have helped him get back to our resort because they're not going to let a young man like that roam around someplace not knowing where he is. Right. I finally got a hold of him about an hour later. He says, oh, am I in trouble? I'm like, no, not really. I said, what'd you do? He said, well, I was walking back to the room and I looked out the window and I saw the pool. I said, say no more. Yes, even adults have been have been persuaded to <laughs> abandon the room for a, for a fun pool evening. I was 13 once. I would have done the same thing my mom and dad wouldn't have heard from me for hours. You know, on my last trip, I talked to several bus drivers. And they are hurting for people. Right now, Disney's hiring bus drivers with a $1,000 sign-on bonus. Now, if they double that puppy, I'm definitely going to have to talk to my wife because that'll pay for my move down to, down the floor. There you go. It's a sign. I ain't taking nothing with me, okay? When I leave here, it's what's on, the, on my back and a few clothes in the bag in the car. Look, we're gone. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> you know, I agree about the bus, the bus driver. I think you should do it. You only live once, right? And... You're going to love it. I mean, Disney is expensive. To have it in your backyard and be able to do what you love and share that magic with other people. Our family, if it's an empty bus, we really try. We do it every time. We try to sit directly behind the bus driver and have a chat. We love to hear who they are. We do it when we, well, the Magical Express. That was our favorite place to sit right behind the bus driver and talk to them for the 45-minute drive there and back because it's literally what we do. It's just we love talking to them and hearing about how he started and what they do and all of their fun stories. Bus drivers make the party, and we always say, okay, we always tell the bus driver, okay, because one of them did it once, and we always have them do it now. We're like, get on the microphone, and when you're about 10 seconds away from going under the sign, let's do a countdown, and then the whole bus goes crazy. 10, 9, and we go under. So the bus driver is the epitome of Disney when you first get there, and it's the first attraction you get a ride. I mean, it's the first cast member you meet. That's, they're amazing. Do it. Right. I agree. Yeah. I have great stories from 
you know, just kind, wonderful things that Disney bus drivers have done. They are some of the best cast members. So I think that job's got your name on it, Matthew. Yep. Okay. My wife's email address is. (laughs) All right. What else we got? What else is on your Disney bucket list? Do you know what? I want to spend Thanksgiving at Disney one, one year. And I would love to have my whole family, extended family. I want to get a three bedroom villa at Old Key West and I want to make Thanksgiving dinner. I love cooking. It's one of my favorite things to do. And baking pies is my favorite thing to bake. So I can't think of anything better than just having everybody there and having our traditional Thanksgiving dinner in the most magical place on earth. Note to self, steal Diane's bucket list item. That is awesome. I just think that would be, you know, the crowds are low Thanksgiving week for the most part. Uh, lower than they're going to be in a in at Maybe Christmas at week Disney world, but not at Disneyland. <laughs> right, that's a whole that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> but I'm thinking I wouldn't even we probably wouldn't even go into the park that day. But just to be there and be together and have our Thanksgiving dinner there at Old Key West that is that's more a goal than a bucket list. But that's something I definitely want to do. I like that. I like that a lot. You're invited. You can both come. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. It seats a lot of people in that three bedroom at Old Key West. It's bigger than my house. So, yeah. yeah I don't know if my wife would come, but I'll be there. Okay. That sounds great. Like, that Mindy's getting me so I can be. Yeah. There. We're going to just have a party of the year next year. I can see it now. Let's do oh, it. Lord. You two are going to get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll be so much fun. Yes, it will. Okay, Mindy, how about you? You got something else? My bucket list is like 10 pages long, but okay. So this is probably, a, I wouldn't say it's unattainable, but I'm, I'm going to pray that I can check it off when I go in the next few weeks. So, and that is to ride a lily bell and go inside Walt's apartment. I'm going to cross my fingers and check off that bucket list. So it's on my bucket list item. We all want to do it, but I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to, to get that checked off. So the okay. lily bell... What that is, is Walt. D- Disneyland was basically his full-size, you know when little kids play with a train set and they play with their little toys on the floor? That was Walt's full-grown size play set. It was his mm-hmm. playground. He loved it. It was his toys. He loved driving his train. He loved riding or driving all the little Main Street cars, especially the fire truck. He loved his fire truck that Bob Gurr built for him. Or, well, for Disneyland, but he loved driving it. And he loved sliding down his golden fire pole. <laughs> the railroad has one of the trains has a caboose and it's enclosed. It's very Victorian and Edwardian, like red regal, uh, velvet and gold all over the place. But that is called the Lily Bell and his, his wife's name is Lillian. So there's a caboose called the Lily Bell and... You used to be able to go over to the railroad station and just request it in the morning and be able to go on. And I thought, oh, I'll do it. Our, we, our kids are little. I don't want to you know, do that. I should have and just done it. Because then they stopped doing it. And the only way you could get on is if you had to have like special reservations. And then it just got harder. You had to be a Club 33 member. So there are stipulations that you can't even ride it now. So... I just have a friend that uh, maybe we can go on it. So (laughs) 
wink, wink. I'm going to hope that we get to go. Bucket list item, fingers crossed. That would be fun. I'm checking them off here. I, they are mine, but the, the one around the world that might wait a few years. <laughs> right. Plan Disney, checking it off. That, I'm throwing it out there. The other I'm counting on that one for you. <laughs> it's heartbreaking, though. Every year, it's like, I get the congratulations, your work paid off. You made it through 25,000 applicants down to 250. You're so, we're so excited to have you. And then we get the call. No, we told somebody with a five-year-old. Dang it. <laughs> That's year. not fun. This is your year. It's gonna be. I know it. This is your year. Yep, it's got to be. What, what's another one of yours, Matthew? I'm trying to decide which one to share. There's so many. I think for me... I haven't been on a cruise in a very long time. And, and when I say very long time, I mean like, oh, early 1990s. So it's been a long time. That is a very long time. I definitely want to do a Disney Cruise Line cruise. You have to. Yeah. I am not too sure right now. I'm really picky about which ship. They're all wonderful. I think the smaller ones are better. You know, that's what I'm thinking. I like the the more intimate thought of the wonder, for instance. I've seen a lot of the video of the wish with everybody getting on, and it looks very grand and everything, but I can't help but think how crowded it might feel because of the number of passengers that sucker holds. So I'll tell you this. I've been on the bigger ships. I've done all of them. They do not feel crowded. The, the smaller ships, here's what I can say, though. The smaller ships don't hold as many people. So it holds about 2,100 passengers. But you don't have to walk as far to get from one ship to the other side. What is the difference is the pools. So I know they changed it on the Wish. There, it's actually empty wherever you go, even on the bigger ones, because they made the ship bigger. So it disperses the people. Right. It's not like the parks where it's so like congested. You never feel that. It's like you're almost alone the entire time. You're like, where are all the people? You feel alone. What you don't feel alone at is when you're on the bigger ships in the pools. <laughs> because they did not make them bigger on the Wish or the Fantasy or the uh, Dream. Those are not bigger. So you've got 2,000 more people that want to swim in the same size pool. So you're like little sardines. <laughs> it's not the most fun thing to yeah. do and the little boy drowned because of it there was too many people in the pool and uh he drowned so you just got to be careful with that but the wish they made the pools bigger and added some more more uh pools so i don't i wouldn't worry about feeling crowded because it's definitely not i've done eight and i have a disney cruise line tattoo on my ankle that should say something go on a disney cruise it it will literally change your life the way i look at it matthew People can go on a cruise and you can take a carnival cruise. That's like going to, you know, a Motel 6. You'll get the you'll get a hotel room. You might sleep in fetal position, but you're going to go have fun. <laughs> you can take a princess a, a, or Royal Caribbean or Norwegian cruise line. Those are better. It's like staying at a Doubletree or a Hyatt. They're amazing. You're going to get a great room. If you go on a Disney cruise. It's like staying at a Ritz-Carlton Five Diamond Resort no matter where you're at on the ship. Take the creme de la creme of Disney 
customer service and multiply it by 10 and that's how it is on a disney cruise everywhere you go and i think i could probably get my wife to go with me if i choose the right destination where is she like cold or does she like she wants to she wants to do an alaskan cruise okay i've heard they're wonderful they are disney cruise lines i killed two birds one stone and i and i and i get one husband point (laughs) they are unfortunately three times the cost of yeah any other cruise line and disney cruise line doubles their price for the alaskan cruise which is unfortunate well and then i've got to worry about the nearly coast to coast airline flight to get See, I can help you. However, here's the creme de la creme of I'm going to give you a tip. So, Disney is the only cruise line that's allowed to do it. They go up into the fjord where the glacier is and they can get ex- they can get the closest out of all the ships that are allowed to go in there. They they dock and they do a 360 degree turn right next to the glacier so you can see it no matter where you are on the ship and it backs up a little and you get off into a little ship and they take you over to the glacier knock some ice off get it in a cup for you and you get to drink glacier water in your cup you need to go i have to pay for that at the store at least that's what it says on the label you should do alaska but if that's not you know something that she wants to spend the money on, then start with a shorter cruise and go to Castaway Key and back because Castaway Key is amazing. I don't want to do it shorter than a four day because the no. three days just a teaser. Yeah. It's awful. Don't waste your money for a three day. Now, if you're going to go anywhere, I would suggest doing the Western Caribbean and go to Jamaica. Jamaica is by far the best excursion stop we've ever been to, ever. It was the funnest place and we've done eight cruises. So if, if she's like open to it and you don't want to spend your yeah, keep that in mind. life saving flying to Alaska. Alaska, for the four of us, we quoted at $22,000 for a week. Ouch. And that's from Arizona. Wow. $22,000. That's, that's for everything, like the excursions, because each excursion is about $2,000 total. So it's $500 a person for the excursions in Alaska, and that's to do two of them. The one with the glacier and then the the train ride that takes you up and then so that's a big one. bucket for that bucket. oh it is yeah and then it comes back but that's 500 dollars a person to do those excursions they're very expensive it's crazy caribbean's cheaper right and and it, to be honest if you like i would say if i were you just to take a cruise if she's open to it, take another cruise line to, because they're not actually made to go to Alaska. So the water's not heated. So like Princess Cruise Line, there's there's the Norwegian one that they just built with the, the uh, there's a tra- like a test track thing that you ride all the little scooters yeah. up at the top, that new one. That looks fun. And it goes to Alaska. But it's like half the cost, if less than half. <laughs> so she's open to like beaches and funness there. You could save and go on a week to on a Disney cruise. It's cheaper for your air because you you live closer to Florida, right? Oh yeah. Unlimited soft serve too. And unlimited soft serve, and they have Dole Whip on the cruise. This is going to break your hearts, but Dole Whip does not excite me. Ugh, I'm crushed. I don't like 
pineapple and coconut and all that kind of stuff. I'm just not a fan. Do you like citrus swirls? I do. Okay. I love the citrus swirl. I get one every time I'm at Magic Kingdom if they have them available. Um, I citrus don't like, swirl float. I don't my like the little window that they're serving them out through now because <laughs> you can hardly see anybody in there. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I love I love the citrus swirl. I wish I could find some place around here that would copy that. I can get a Dole Whip in two or three places around town, but nobody's nobody's duplicated the citrus swirl that I'm aware of. Hmm. Yeah, let's do one more round and uh, see what we can come up with. So the one thing that my husband and I are thinking about doing when we retire is to spend maybe every year the month of January in Walt Disney World. And we figured it out with our DVC points that we can do that. Um, Staying between studios and one bedrooms where if our family wants to join us, a a two-bedroom Winters in Utah, uh, we are at the bottom of a prehistoric sea. Mm-hmm. Um, Great Salt Lake, what's left of it is is what remains. And so I'm in the bottom of a bowl. And in the winter, we get an inversion where all the clouds kind of just settle down in that bowl. And it's miserable and it's gray and it's icky. And we'd rather be in Florida. Don't blame you. Does it get cold there then? It gets, it's not humid, you know, like Arizona. So it's, uh, we're high desert, so we get snow, but we don't, uh, it, it's okay. It's manageable. People will wear shorts here and it's 45 degrees. <laughs> I'm cold in Disney world when it's 60, I'm wearing a hat and a jacket and mittens and a scarf, uh, that, that moisture in the air really changes how it you feel the temperature. Yeah. Yep. It makes a big difference. So yes, that is that is one of our big bucket list slash goal items is to be able to get our DVC points to a situation, and we're we're pretty much there um, where we can spend at least a straight month once we're retired in Disney. Do you mind if I ask how many points you guys have? Because I we should do a DVC show because I really want to get like we have four hundred and sixty. Okay. And I would like a little bit more just because I tend to use them all at once. I'll get a two bedroom and then um, my married daughter and her little boy, they get, I get a studio for them. And then my other son is getting married next month. So we've got them a studio as well. Uh, And then assorted relatives will pile in with us in the the two bedroom, my other son and um, in-laws, whoever's coming. So that tends to work with that many points, but when you've got that many, you can also spread it out and do a few studio stays a year. So we can go three to four times a year. See, that's really where we want to be able to, because I'm telling you, when we got upgraded to the two-bedroom villa at Saratoga, mm-hmm. like I did the one-bedroom, and we rented from a guy, a friend that lives in Canada. It was so inexpensive it was eighteen hundred dollars for three weeks because he couldn't go he's like they either get wasted or just pay for our dues he was so kind and he let me do that and we went and so we go in and they upgraded these rooms and just renovated they're beautiful but they put screws in the walls that were only half an inch thick so the 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 Murphy beds kept falling out of the walls like it's an issue. And we went in and the Murphy bed fell out of the wall. 
it was not even attached. So we had to go back. We were, it, I was hangry the night we got there. Like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> it fell off the wall. It was like, well, we'll try to fix it. It was not fixable. So they moved us. We walk in like, well, this isn't going to work. Instantly had to turn around. There wasn't even a Murphy bed for my son. I was mad. I went back. I'm like, I have to go back one more time. I just want to eat some food. Yeah. And I'm crying. And she looks at me. She's like, we're going to feed you. She gave us like $500 in credit to get food for the whole time we were there. And they put it. She's like, we're going to put you in a two-bedroom villa. Best thing that we ever did. It might have been a bad thing because I said, Brandon, we are getting DVD. Oh, yeah. And I know that is a huge bucket <laughs> so, list item for a lot of people. And it's well worth it. Yeah. But and that's the next one on my list. <laughs> Whoops, got to cross that one off, Matthew. But yep. to be able to go and um, stay for at least 10 days yes. every trip. Because like, going that long, it was so different. Mm -hmm. That's what I tell everybody. DVC is a game changer. And once you have stayed in a DVC accommodation, particularly a one or two bedroom, it's incredible. And... Yeah, it, it, it's incredible to stay in a two-bedroom. Like, I was blown away. Like, we had so much space. Nobody was sleeping on each other's, like, getting each other's hair. Mm -hmm. It was great. Yeah, it changes. Everybody gets along a lot better <laughs> in a two-bedroom. And the cast members at DVC Resorts are among the best. I, I have always had over-the-top positive experiences with our DVC cast members at the resort. So I know that is a huge bucket list item for a lot of people. It is worth turning it into a goal as opposed to a dream and definitely see what you can do. Uh, our goal right now is to add at the Disneyland tower when that becomes available. Oh, so how long have you been a DVC member? Um, since 2016, 2015. So yeah, yeah, that was that was one of our goals. And so we, we saved up, we did what we had to do. And um, we bought resale. And I know I talked about this on the, the DVC show that we did, but uh, we, you can just save a, a lot of money buying resale, we saved $17,000. And then I try to only buy resale contracts with banked points. So you get an extra year's worth of points to start off with. Right. And the owner pays the dues. The previous owner pays the dues for those points. So it's just a gift. But I'm going to bite the bullet and, and um, go direct for the Disneyland Tower. My my guide, Alan Toussaint, he's at Saratoga Springs. And he's awesome if you guys ever want to go take a tour just for free and for fun. There's no pressure with DVC sales. Very casual. So you guys definitely need to go do I that. And, in yeah. Because we were right yeah. next. We were literally right next to that building. Mm -hmm. That has the DVC, the DVC building yes. that's right there. We could walk out and see it right from our right, room. and that's where Alan works every time. Oh, okay, so every time we go to the guest services or the main lobby because we were, we got a preferred room, it was right there. So every time I'd be like, oh, I want to go. In oh, there. you should because you know you can see the Saratoga models, but they also have a Copper Creek model in there and a Riviera model. Oh. And so you can see them okay, all in time. one building. Just ask for Alan and he'll he'll take care of you. And then he arranged it so we could go tour the other resorts too, just for fun. We'll have to have a Disney DVC 2.0. You know, we're talking about bucket list items. Yes. So, it's it's a big one for a lot of people. Right? Yeah, it is a big one for a lot of people. And, and it I'm telling you, it is well worth it. Well worth it. Matthew, you want to own DVC too, right? Uh, yeah, and that leads me into my final bucket list item for this tour. 
I'm, and I'm kind of backpedaling a little bit to what you, how you started out, Mindy. This trip that we're taking here in just 32 days, I have a number of items that have been on my bucket list for a couple of decades. Wow. That I'm going to knock out. One, I know I'm going to do, because I made the reservation, I'm knocking Hoop to Do Review off my list. <gasps> You're going to love it. It's so great. My wife and my daughter said no. I said, fine, I'll go without you. Who turns but down hoopty do? <laughs> someone who doesn't believe in Americana, apparently. Oh, no. Or the great the greatest entertainment around. It's so funny. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. The other thing is I want to do a DVC tour. We okay. have a we have a couple of down days during our trip. And I've already Which talked about Which one do you want to do? The the one day that my wife can sleep in till the crack of noon my daughter and i are probably going to go do a dvc tour just for the fun of it and diana i told her about the gentleman you were talking about uh-huh. and she loves people who speak french oh good he's perfect oh. yes he was born in paris oh. yeah so she's like okay yeah i'll, I'll well, drop him a line i just i just want to go do the tour and so i'm not in a position to buy right now and at my age i don't know that it would make sense but if my daughter wanted to buy and share, I wouldn't say no. There's what's the new one called that they just opened the hotel? It starts in the Riviera. The uh, Riviera. Yeah, I saw that. That's gorgeous. It's a beautiful resort. If I could choose anywhere. I would choose that one. Beautiful resort. And that I'm I'm. Didn't you say they have the the model for that there? They do. They have a, a Riviera model at Saratoga. I want to look at that mm-hmm. because. There are some things about the Riv that I would really like to see. It is a stunning resort. A rooftop view. Yeah. From, uh-huh. I've seen pictures of it, and I'm like, that picture can't do it justice. So It's beautiful. So there's there's that. I'm going to do a water park this year because we put the water park and more option on our ticket. Nice. And I wish I could do Blizzard Beach, but since it appears to have piles of dirt in the middle of it right now, I don't think it's going to be open in a month. <laughs> So we're going to do Typhoon Lagoon once, maybe twice. And my wife said that she's interested in foot golf. So I think we just might try that as well. How fun. You've got a lot of stuff you're checking off then. I, you know, this trip, every time I go now, I'm like, last year I went with my daughter and her friend and I ended up spending more than half the time alone. I know. I met you. Exactly. Exactly. Crazy! It's almost been a year. It has My almost been a like, year, yeah. and and look where we've come in that year. year, right? Um, Disney conversations wouldn't be the same without you, Mindy. So thank you, oh, absolutely. Well, without you, my love. And that was we met each other at Epcot. Oh, fun, and, uh, yeah. On on my worst fun. day. <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, "What'd you do?" And he's on his scooter. Oh. It's got a broken foot. I'm well, like, and that's, you do? that's something new I'm kind of doing too, is I'm actually renting a scooter for this trip. Good. Because my wife doesn't to. want me wearing out halfway through the day. Yeah. Valid point. You don't want to. And right now I've, I've gotten shots in my knees and I feel pretty good. I've been able to stand at church the last two weeks to lead worship. I have some achiness, but not the pain that I've had. The Charlie horses have gone away. That's good. I thought about canceling it, but I don't want to tempt fate. I know if I do that, then. But did you ever think that almost 11 months later, you were still going to be dealing with this issue? Like that's 
No, I didn't. Time. I didn't realize. Like, I'll, be done. I'll be better. I didn't More realize all the peripheral damage that probably occurred. When yeah, took that fall, it made so. some major damage, my friend. So when we're talking about bucket lists, I'm, they don't have to be complicated when it comes to Disney. There's so much to choose from. Yes. And and like we mentioned earlier, yeah, I'd like to see every Disney park around the world. Am I realistically going to do that? Probably not. I was thinking Paris is probably doable since I'm close to the East Coast. That's a flight that may not choke us monetarily. I'm sure my daughter and my wife wouldn't mind going back to France. So that's a possibility. Is Adventures by Disney in my wheelhouse? Probably not. And if it is, it's going to be like you said, it's going to be something like the Backstage Magic Tour Mm -hmm. where we can see some of the studio and see Walt's apartment and couple of the other things that come along with that that really drive home who Walt Disney was and how the company got started and what his vision was. Right. If you go with the Diz, the last few times, they've even got reservations to Club 33. Yeah. So it is a little incentive there. Yeah. There's, if you're like, there's no way I could get into Club 33, that might be your option. Yes, definitely. The, their trips aren't cheap, but they, they do a pretty good job arranging some of the special stuff that goes on in those trips. So Kevin is amazing, yeah. and he he gets a whole lot of extra perks. Extra. Yeah. So I saw them right when they were doing their backstage magic tour for the, uh, the, the, the 60th anniversary. Mm-hmm. They were walking in front of the jungle cruise yep. and i saw pete and i was like pete i ran up to him i was able to give him a hug that was a long time ago but we saw him that day and they were walking him up to the very front of the uh the show to have these preferred seating for the new fireworks show that was going on that night i'm like hmm, must be nice yeah they they do a wonderful job with that they're a great company to work with i've loved doing stuff with them so, Taurus, how about you? Do you have some bucket list items that you want to chime in on? We'd love to hear about it. Join us at our Disney Conversations Facebook page, or better yet, send us a note at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com, and we just might have to talk about you on our one of our tours because, hey, that's what we do. That's what we do. I think this has been a great show. Mindy, Diane, thank you both for being here. Thank you. And we'll love you. Yeah, same here. And we will be. We got a couple of really cool shows coming up here in the near near future. So I hope everybody will stay tuned and and join us then. So for now, we'll just talk to y'all later. Have a great magical week, guys. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for joining us here on Disney Conversations. We would love to have you join our community. So please stop by our Disney Conversations Facebook page and come on aboard. Disney Conversations is sponsored by Three Strands Family Travel. Contact them today for all of your Disney travel needs at threestrandswdw at outlook.com. That's T-H-R-E-E-S-T-R-A-N-D-S-W-D-W at outlook.com for your free, no obligation quote to Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Line, Alani, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. Your tour guides, Matthew, Mindy, and Diane, will be back next week with another exciting adventure. PTFN, ta-ta for now. (laughs) 